Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. That is where you go since 1983, the best in the business with quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, get in uh, get in on all the action with the promo code A2Z Sports in the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and start winning some money today. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is where you can go to invest that money in real estate purchases, your dream address without the stress, or sell your home for more with the Gary Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs, Brymac.com. Okay, so tonight we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Deshaun Watson. There has been developments on both fronts. Writing this dissertation and watching my boy Buck at the same damn time. You love to see it, Dom. What's the uh, what's the dissertation on? If you don't mind me asking, uh, we uh, we love we love that you are uh, we we love that you are multitasking. But I also want you to be able to uh, you know succeed at your dissertation and uh, and excel. So hopefully we don't cause you any kind of distraction. Hopefully we're the soothing background noise. As Dom writes his dissertation, Sawyer Kimbrough just says, Tulio, not tonight. We have, we are taking a break from the Julio Jones conversation. Kenneth Schmidt says, I have a huge broner for this. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, goodness. We love. Well, I love all of you. You're all insane. You're all crazy people. But that's what makes this show so much fun to do. Uh, Kenneth, again, we we you know it's it's been three three straight nights of Julio. You'll forgive me if I stray a little bit because there's there's other stuff going on in the NFL too, specifically with two star players at the position. Urban planning says Dom. No nah, man, I can uh, I can multitask. Well, good on you. So hopefully we provide you some entertainment throughout the course of the evening. So let's start with your two rivers Ford take. If you guys are so inclined, who changes teams first? Will it be Aaron Rodgers or will it be Deshaun Watson? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, or on Twitch, wherever it is that you are consuming us. Let us know in the comment section your Two Rivers Ford take, and we will discuss at length together who changes teams first. Will it be Aaron Rodgers being traded from the Packers or will Deshaun Watson finally get his wish? and receive a trade, despite all of the legal issues that he's currently wading through, um, will he be jettisoned from the Houston Texans and then ultimately out of the Titans division, out of the AFC South? While you guys give me your Two Rivers Ford take, we'll uh, read some of your comments, and then I'll tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Watson for Dean Buckwalter, Jackie Holbert agrees. Uh, Watson for John Bertotti as well, Sawyer also says that he would say Watson, which I find quite curious. And I'll tell you why I find it quite quite curious here in just a second, right after I tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, the name that you trust for nearly 40 years in the industry. You know they've been around for a long time, so you know when you buy a pre-owned vehicle from Two Rivers Ford, you're buying it from a dealership that has an excellent reputation for longstanding service in the industry. You'll deal with the non-commissioned sales staff, the only non-commissioned sales staff in Middle Tennessee. You can go kick all the tires and test drive as many vehicles as you want. They get paid whether you buy a car or not. 
The salespeople at Two Rivers Ford have only one job, and that's to help you find the right vehicle for your lifestyle and, more importantly, for your budget. I'm excited to tell you about the new Ford Blue Advantage program. The Ford Blue Advantage means that their pre-owned vehicles have been fully inspected, come with a warranty, and have 24-7 roadside assistance just to give you that extra peace of mind. So if you're looking for a used car, truck, or SUV, go see my friends at Two Rivers Ford. They're in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport, and they'll hook you up with the right vehicle for you. Or do your window shopping at tworiversford.com. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven, just like this show, by the people. Who uh, who gets traded first? Will it be Deshaun Watson? Will it be Aaron Rodgers? There's a lot of details that are starting to come out. Uh, Watson, Donald Red says, because there is no way Houston can bring him back. Well, that that becomes that becomes the interesting uh, conversation, specifically with Watson, because for the same reasons that Houston can't bring him back, Donald. I would think that it would be quite difficult for another NFL team to be comfortable putting him on their roster. You are not going to give up draft capital, future assets, and the finances associated with Deshaun Watson by uh, by trading for him amidst all of this uncertainty. 24 civil suits at last count, 22 women involved in these civil suits, or excuse me, 24 women, 22 civil suits for Deshaun Watson, uh, uh, alleging improper behavior and uh, varying degrees of, of sexual impropriety to having to do with massage therapists. It's uh, hugely difficult to be able to, for the same reasons that you're talking about, Houston not bringing him back for another team to put him on their roster. Now, there are plenty of teams who are still exploring the possibility and plenty of teams who would be interested in the player, assuming that he clears these legal hurdles. And maybe once he gets far enough clear of these legal hurdles, whether he ends up being guilty of the of the allegations of the charge, well, he's not been charged, but of the allegations or not, I think becomes um, becomes an interesting case study because we know that the NFL is, is comfortable taking risks on good football players who may not necessarily be good people. So Watson, I think, is less likely, but his teammate Kareem Jackson went on you know this volume, the the volume sports uh, network continues to pop up in in ways that I had not heard of it before three days ago. But Akib Talib has a podcast called uh, Catch and Fades on the Volume Sports Network. Kareem Jackson, a teammate of Deshaun Watson, joined Akib Talib in the latest edition and kind of spoke on where Watson may want to end up. I honestly think y'all gonna have Deshaun soon. Yeah, I got a, I got a great relationship with Deshaun. I've been talking to him the last couple of weeks, man, and and like all he's been all he's been telling me is like, look, Jack, just tell him like, Come that's where I want to be. Like he like that's where I want to be. I'm like, man, he see the setup, the line straight. He see the setup. He he like, man, listen, that's why I, he like I want to be in Denver. I want he's like in in. Like during the time while I was going through, you know, my little free agency thing, and, and I end up signing back here. Before I signed, he called. He was like, "Man, are you gonna sign?" I was like, "I don't know. I ain't sure yet." He was like, "Well, you know, let me know what you're gonna do, whatever, whatever." And I signed back. He was like, "Listen, man, tell him that like I want to be in Denver." So I'm like, "Hey, man." Hey, y'all hear it, man? You know what Sean would be? Y'all hear it? Y'all hear it? We catching fades, baby.
So that's Akeem Tlaib's podcast. Kareem Jackson saying that Deshaun Watson wants to be in Denver. Now, you know, Deshaun Watson could want to be any variety of places at this point, and it doesn't matter until the team's able to move him. But then it comes back to it comes back to this conversation of of who get who gets moved first because neither of these players between Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, um, neither of these. I mean, Deshaun Watson has honestly more leverage than Rodgers because he has a no trade clause, so he will be able to select his destination. So it matters a little bit more, whereas Rodgers is under contract. The leverage is not quite there other than he just flat out won't show up and count against their salary cap and uh, continue to take fines and say, okay, ride, ride. You drafted Jordan Love, ride with him. See all the good that it does you. Neither of these players seem to be terribly, um, terribly interested in moving off of their position. But Deshaun Watson, to me, I think is a harder, a harder player to move. But we'll continue to take your comments on the matter. Who gets traded first? Will it be Deshaun Watson? Will it be Aaron Rodgers? You guys let me know in the comment section on A to Z Sports Prime Time, and we will continue the conversation. Uh, if not jail, says Mayburn, right? Then the Jets. Well, no. Uh, not jail than the Jets, man. You guys are vicious. The Jets obviously would have been in on the conversation prior to the draft, but they, of course, took Zach Wilson with the second overall pick. They're not going to invest that kind of draft capital into uh, a quarterback, a player at that position, and then give up future assets and finances for an expensive player into Sean Watson, even if he ends up being better. Uh, Titans for Life says he would stay far away from Watson. And I, I listen, everything, the, the thing that I think we're finding out over the course of this Deshaun Watson saga, the thing that makes it, I think, jarring for a lot of football fans is that you were, you up until this point where Deshaun Watson started to have these allegations come out, and then when they really snowballed on him after he took such a hardline stance saying that he looked forward to clearing his name, and then all of a sudden Deshaun Watson is getting buried by all of this stuff. Um, the thing that I that I, I come away with most is that you don't really know who these NFL players are, right? You don't. You don't know who Deshaun Watson is. You you heard about what a great guy Deshaun Watson was, what a what a pillar of the community he was, um, and then you find out allegations of him preying upon the massage therapy community in a way that is deeply alarming, and in such a way that massage therapists in Houston felt it necessary to come out with uh, with oh I'm can't I'm forgetting the writer from Sports Illustrated who did uh, Jenny Brentis did such a great job. It was one of one of these women who wasn't even a part of the civil suits. She, she used a, uh, a fake name in the article, but basically said, you know, I'm worried about him going to another city and preying upon these people, this community of massage therapists, where so many of us in the Houston community feel that we have been wrong. The idea that he needs this many or has had this many interactions with the shot massage therapists, again, allegedly is deeply problematic. So there's clearly some kind of pattern of behavior there. If these allegations uh, turn out to be justified but you don't know who this person is you know who the player is you know what he's like on Sundays you know what he's capable of on a field of play you know him to be a, an exceptional talent but like so many of these other we, we get a lot of access to athletes in the social media age you get exposed to a lot more of their personality traits you see a lot more of their of their private lives and also they have the ability to kind of tailor the message. They get to show you how much they want to show you. Some guys are, are more private than others. 
Deshaun Watson has been largely a private person in his personal life, but has done great things for the Houston community in terms of giving back, in terms of, you know, uh, giving to those who are less fortunate. And then you see this stuff come out, which completely changes your your worldview of Deshaun Watson. You don't know who A.J. Brown is uh, really in his in his life. You don't know. And I'm you know, I'm not conflating A.J. Brown with Deshaun Watson. I'm just trying to put it in a uh, put it in a perspective that you guys can relate to. You don't know who Ryan Tannehill is um, outside of outside of what you are allowed to see. You don't know who Deshaun Watson is. You don't know who Aaron Rodgers is. You can have an idea. You can use context clues to try and formulate your opinion, but you don't really know these people in a way that I think I think social media has tricked fans and and to a degree media into thinking they know who these people are. For for the same reason that Titans for Life is saying I would stay far away from Watson. I mean the, the Titans will have no will have no part to play in this other than rooting for him to be out of their division uh, for the foreseeable future. But it's going to be harder to move him, harder to move him than Rodgers. And I'll explain why here in just a second, right after I remind you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is my favorite sportsbook app for a great many reasons, not just because it's the top-rated sportsbook app in the United States of America, it's easy to navigate, it has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Uh, when, you, uh, when you deposit and withdraw your funds, you can do it at your convenience because DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You're going to be able to trust your money and trust your money and the winnings that you make to DraftKings to be able to handle your finances that you choose to invest in them and invest in your favorite sports game to be able to handle at your convenience when you're either depositing or withdrawing your funds. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. You do so by betting on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they win, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code A to Z Sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, Marcus says nobody's going to touch Watson right now. He's got felonies pen pending. Well, no, they're not felonies. They're civil suits. There's a difference, Marcus. And and uh, listen, I do not. I'm not a. I'm not a legal expert. I did not go to law school. I had a couple of. Uh, had a couple of uh, law classes uh, when it comes to like contract negotiations and things like that, which helped me on the on the football side of things to try and to at a very very base level understand some of the language in contracts. But outside of that, I am not. I am not here. I'm not claiming. In fact, we've avoided largely the Watson topic of conversation because I don't have a way to intelligently advance the conversation or be able to. It's not something. It's not something that I think should be left up to uh, up to debate. Oh, apparently my mic is going out. Um, it seems I'm running out of. You know what? We can do it. We can do a quick. We can do a quick. Uh, we can do a quick battery check if you'll uh, if you'll hang with me because I listen I'm a, I'm capable of adapting on the fly so the mic goes out we make a quick adjustment 
very, very simply uh, here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, and we will do so. Uh, and just like that, the microphone issues have been corrected. I literally just changed the battery of the microphone in real time. Thank you guys for pointing that out because I would not have noticed. And so hopefully the situation has been corrected. How, ma- how many other sports shows can uh, let- how many other sports shows can change out the battery whilst talking and continuing the conversation? Come on, baby. Uh, that's uh, that's how that's how we get it done. I, you always keep a spare at the desk. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, and I'm very happy that. Th- so thank you for pointing that out to me, because if you didn't say anything, I wouldn't know. And I would have kept talking for nobody to hear me. Beautiful. Beautiful. This is teamwork. We love to see it here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. Never mind, says Evan White. This sounds a lot better. Your IT guy needs a raise. You're right. I do need a raise. No, I'm kidding. I've just gotten a raise. <laughs> I just got a raise like three months ago from A to Z Sports. I don't know. Uh, I don't need uh, it's it doesn't it doesn't take. A, I don't need more money to be able to change a battery in real time. That's OK. We make it work. Uh, Buck for MVP says Will Dodson Jr. That's all right. We keep it rolling. Uh, I thought it was just part of the sound, says Sawyer. No, so, listen, sometimes sometimes you know, you guys know what's going on better than I do. And that's why we adjust it on the fly. Hopefully the uh, the levels are uh, are good enough and that we can continue the conversation about why Deshaun Watson is going to be more difficult to move. El Boogie, El Boogie 808 says, Buck has two cars. He's good. Relax. <laughs> Stay out of my bank account. But it's okay. Um, let's let's discuss. So we were talking about Sean Watson, um, not to get ADD, and we were saying that he is going to be more difficult to move than Aaron Rodgers. Now, there are there are, and it's not just it's not just because it's not just because of the the legal situation that Watson is in. I brought up earlier. I brought up earlier his no trade clause. Deshaun Watson is the rare NFL player that has a no trade clause in his contract. So even if they find ways to push through the legal situation for Deshaun, then he has to be able to approve the trade or the team that he would be traded to. It's a it's a legitimate issue. It's another hurdle that the Texans, through their own fault, have to overcome. Whereas Rodgers understanding that nobody wants to nobody wants to trade away the MVP just because he's unhappy. Um at least if you're if you're the Packers you don't. With with Rodgers he doesn't have this no trade clause. He is the MVP of the league. He is, you know, by far and away the longer tenured quarterback. Um but for me ultimately um he doesn't get to pick where he goes. He doesn't get to pick where he goes. So you can you can trade Aaron Rodgers today, tomorrow, or, or a week from now, and it be done just like that as soon as you find a trade partner who is going to give you sufficient uh, value for your, for, your, uh, for your asset. Whereas Watson, you can find your trade partner, you can get through the legal issues, and then he still has to say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'm willing to go there because he has that no trade clause. It becomes a much more complicated situation. Uh, Titans for Life says indirectly, so does Rogers. No one will take Rogers if he doesn't want to go there. It's now, now that is a good point as well because these star quarterbacks now have the uh, these star quarterbacks now have the ability to you know muck things up for lack of a better term. Aaron Rodgers is I don't want to call it a hissy fit because I think he's right, um, and we'll talk about that coming up next. But you know you're not going to trade for an unhappy player without basically his blessing because then you'll just find yourself in the same situation where he's pissed and he wants out and now you've just given up assets for him 
So it it is complicated, but at least at least there's not contract language binding you to that, right? With Rodgers, you have a not much, but a little more wig, a wiggle room. With Watson, it's very much cut and dry. Um, certainly, uh, nothing's happening until he clears this active police investigation, as Puka has pointed out on Twitter. Let's move on and let's talk about Aaron Rodgers himself. Who do you side with? Rodgers or the Packers? You're going to hear from Ian Rappaport on the Rich Eisen Show here in just a second, providing some context about basically how this how this Rodgers situation is dividing the Packers fan base and uh, and really, really causing problems, d- causing dissent, not just within the fan base, but within the organization. He is He is really taking it to them in a way that, I think is quite impressive. Who do you side with, Aaron Rodgers or the Packers? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I remind you about the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac.com. That's satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change, you don't want to be sweating it out in the middle of summer as we get closer and closer to summer. You want to make sure that you have gotten your preventative maintenance from Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac.com. Great folks out there in Clarksville, their main location, one of three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Who do you side with, Rogers or the Pack? So Ian Rappaport was on uh, Rich Eisen's radio show earlier in the week, and he was kind of providing some context to what's currently happening, the latest on Aaron Rodgers and his dispute with the team that he currently plays or is supposed to be playing professional football for. No one has told me, and you know, I say this, I, I do not have all the information. I have not talked to everyone involved. I have not talked to specifically Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know this for a fact, but no one has told me that Rodgers is definitely not coming to camp. No one has told me he's never playing for the Packers again unless this or this happens, unless they trade him. I mean, he's had opportunities to say publicly and to send messages privately that he wants to be traded. Um, I have not heard that. So to me, it's more of can this issue get solved before training camp rather than a stare down. Like there have been in-person meetings, as we know, in California and Green Bay. Um, There have been contract negotiations. There's been an offer from the Packers. Obviously, it is not something that Aaron Rodgers has accepted, and you know you don't always accept the first offer, as everybody knows. Uh, but to me, it's more of a of a issue that needs to be solved rather than a stare down. And it's just so interesting to hear, you know, some of Aaron Rodgers' friends, including one who works at our network, James Jones, talk about how it's fixable. That is what I believe too, um, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. So that's Ian Rappaport, you know, make, making sure that he hedges his bets and say, you know, I'm, I'm not talking to everybody involved in the situation. I'm, I'm not entirely up to speed, for lack of a better term, on, on every part of the discussion with this. But he's still willing to put his name on, yeah, I think it's fixable. It doesn't necessarily mean it would happen or not. So they're in, he, Rappaport's not saying a standoff. It sure as hell looks like a standoff to me. And I'm curious to know, you know, and, and not – I don't know if there are any Packers fans in in the in the show tonight. Like the vast majority of you are Titans fans. We get some stray Colts fans every once in a while that 
that wander their way in there for for reasons that are unknown to me. Um, but for the most part, you guys are Titans fans, so you're going to be able to look at this objectively, like like I am now. Packers fans, I'm certain, are looking at this and saying, "Yeah, we don't we don't care if Aaron Rodgers are happy or not. We're Packers fans. We want the Packers to win." Aaron Rodgers makes that easier. So if he wants to fall in line, that's great. But I feel like Packers fans are probably largely pissed at Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't know many Packers fans. I don't I don't cover the Green Bay Packers. I don't know the temperature of what is happening in Green Bay, Wisconsin and the surrounding area. But I will say that I do see the reactions to things like Rappaport's appearance on the Rich Eisen show on Twitter and the Packers fans that come out of the woodwork on the internet there. Evan White says, Jordan Love going 12 uh, 12 and 23, oh, 12 of 23. During the first team session and failing the two-minute warning, single-handedly blew a game against Wake Forest in 2019. What a bad move that pick could end up being. Well, I'm I'm not familiar. I'm really not familiar with Jordan. I, I watched him a little bit at Utah, but there was, well, no, he wasn't even at Utah. He was at like Utah State, wasn't he? Um, small school football. And and I'd be lying to you if I, if I saw a large body of work of Jordan Love, they were not the Titans were not in a position to draft a quarterback that year, and uh, and ultimately, um, ultimately, you know, the Packers traded up to go get this guy, so they obviously saw something that they believed in. But for me, you know, they're clearly not they're clearly not ready to move on from Aaron Rod Aaron Rodgers, despite having this dude in the building. And I will say to you that I don't necessarily disagree with drafting a quarterback if you think that. The future of Aaron Rodgers is such that he won't be around forever. That's it's totally reasonable how somebody could draw that conclusion. The problem is that the Packers brass have mishandled the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. They have botched the situation with the one player that they really can't afford to botch it. And that's Aaron Rodgers, the MVP, the reigning MVP of the National Football League. They they have put themselves in the position because of their lack of diplomacy with the only player that really requires diplomacy on that roster, and that's the star quarterback, the dude who makes you look much better than you might actually be at your jobs. Um, G-Man says he thinks they're both wrong. Lewis sides with the Packers. Donald Red says Packers because Aaron is acting like a diva. And I feel like, you know, Donald speaks for a lot of sports fans in that regard. You know, you, you guys don't necessarily care about the individual player and his happiness or not. You care about the team. Your 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 um your happiness comes from the team. Your uh your sports fandom dictates that you be loyal to the team and not necessarily the individual, which which I totally get. That's that's the way that's the way it should be, to be honest with you. Now I never I sometimes I get caught up caught up in, you know, why fans can't separate like the the mindset of what it's like to be an employee, because many of us are employees. I'm an employee. I have boss. I have three bosses um, between radio and, and and A to Z. Um, I work for people. I am not somebody who ha- and and like producer Reed works with me. Producer Reed does not work for me. He works for A to Z Sports. Producer Lucas on the radio show does not work for me. He works with me. Um, he's an employee of the zone. Producer Adam the same. Uh, all these people who are responsible for, you know, propping me up and make me, making me look better. We work in conjunction with each other. They do not work for me. So I understand, you know, what it's like to be in a, a labor dispute is not the right word, but I, I myself just went through contract negotiations, two contract negotiations at the same time, which is a nightmare unto itself. 
turns out it's a, a massive headache and I've got a, a, an agent who I really, really trust and who did right by me and I believe both of my, uh, my employers at this point. But it, it can be stressful. You can feel like you are, you are entitled to more as the employee. You think, you know, and, and whether you are or not is, is, is irrelevant, but we all, I think, have gone through that headspace in our jobs, whatever your profession is, whether you're, whether you're somebody who does what I do, whether you're somebody who, um, whether you work in it, whether you're, uh, whether you're an independent contractor, like everybody goes through these phases at their various stops of employment. Aaron Rodgers is, is going through the same, except Aaron Rodgers is more directly responsible for success than anybody else on that football field or in that organization. So he more than anybody else, like I can't say that about A to Z sports, right? I can't say that about uh, 104.5 The Zone. I am a piece that makes the, the larger thing float, but I'm not, uh, I am not the star quarterback of A to Z or, or 104.5. I am, I'm a team player. I am a, uh, I don't want to say a cog, but yeah, I mean, I'm a cog in the machine at that point. I help the thing go, but I don't make the thing go, right? Aaron Rodgers straight up makes the thing go. So it's a little bit of a different situation, especially at that position, the most important position in all of sports. Evan White says, Team Rodgers for life. Uh, the Packers fan base is spoiled. Josh agrees with uh, with Donald that Rodgers is acting like a prima donna wide receiver. Um, Josh uh, Beer, Beam, I'm gonna botch your I'm gonna botch your last name, Josh. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even going to uh, I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, but he says that Rodgers will be a Raider and Carr will be a Packer. Now that would be a curious trade. Um, I don't know that I would do that if I was the Packers, but you know, I, what do I know uh, at this point? Want to keep him now, says Titans for Life. Oh, the Packers, he says the Packers had intended on moving on from Aaron just because love looks terrible and Aaron was the MVP. They want to keep him now. Yeah, you know, it's it's like it's like Mike Vrabel going for it on fourth down and everybody in the press now or not going on uh, for fourth and two against the Baltimore Ravens and everybody in the press box being like you. I mean, not necessarily calling Vrabel an idiot, but being like that was such a stupid decision because we had the results after the fact. We were doing, we were second guessing right? The result. The Packers are now second guessing their decision in a way that makes them look foolish. And now they're, you know, they're trying to make it work and it's just become a massive headache for, uh, for, for them. It's Rogers doesn't seem terribly bothered. He's out there living his best life with Shailene Woodley and, and Miles Teller in in Hawaii and hosting Jeopardy and Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, to hell with you, keep your $93,000 that you're going to find me for not attending mandatory minicamp. I'm not coming. Um, and and it doesn't sound like he's any closer to a solution. I would I would side with Aaron Rodgers in this particular situation. I am largely always going to be labor over management, even as I understand the opposite side of that conversation here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Let's uh let's put a bow on this show and let's talk about pro football focus because I uh I do not I do not like what I've been seeing from pro football focus. Lately, it bothers me to a great degree. I believe them to be guilty of clickbait more than ever here in recent months and weeks. And, and maybe this has been a trend that's been happening for a couple of years at this point. But I, uh, I saw a graphic today that, that made me, uh, that ruffled my feathers a little bit. And it was, not, uh, it was not anything to do with the Tennessee Titans. In fact, it was to do with offensive play calling or play callers in football 
right now. I will tell you what that is here in just a second, and we will discuss at length. First, I'm going to uh, first I'm going to tell you, or first I'm going to ask you the question: Do you believe Pro Football Focus to be a useful resource? Let me know in the comment section. Do you like the information that Pro Football Focus provides? Do you think that the that they are still only trafficking in information? Because I believe them to kind of uh, have strayed from that to uh, to a degree. I'll explain what I mean here in just a second. Do you believe Pro Football Focus to be a useful resource? Let me know in the comments section, and we will discuss at length together. Meanwhile, uh, while you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress. That's what the Ashton team offers you. And if you are, if you are like so many people who are trying to get into the Nashville real estate market and it's causing you great headaches, like Aaron Rodgers is causing the Packers great headaches, then you can take advantage of an incredible housing market in Nashville, Tennessee. And the Ashton team will help you sell your home for more. If you're in the market to do so, you will be put in the best position for your real estate investment to be able to capitalize on your assets when it comes to the real estate business. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Check them out at GaryAshton.com to find out more about their guaranteed local offer and all of the great programs that the Ashton team can offer you at GaryAshton.com. Do you believe Pro Football Focus to still be a useful resource? So I uh, I am going to uh, I'm going to throw this graphic up on the screen really quickly. I'm going to uh, I'm going to send it from my phone to my uh to my monitor and see if I can't uh throw it up there for you because of course you guys it would probably be a helpful resource to be able to see it in front of you as opposed to me just kind of try to explain it to you. So there was a graphic that was put up today um by Pro Football Focus about the best offensive play callers in the NFL right now. And this is per one of Pro Football Focus's analysts. His name is Eric Eager. So here is the graphic itself, and I'll just throw up throw it up in front of my face. Um, the best offensive play callers in football: Andy, uh, excuse me, Matt Lafleur, number one; Brian Dayball of the Bills, number two; Andy Reid, number three; John Gruden, number four; Joe Brady, five; Byron Leftwich of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six. And and this is something that is going to create a conversation, of course, um, because that is what a lot of content is out there to do. We we at Agency Sports, I think, do it. Um, and we do it quite well. We do it in a way that I don't think is, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't make any, we don't try and tell, we're not, we're not, we don't tell you that we're something that we're not, right? Pro Football Focus is supposed to be a database, a data-based resource for football fans and for people in the industry. Um, they, they have been, uh, they have put their grading process into place in a way that they have become very famous for and, and players and and even agents and, and teams will cite pro football focus, you know, grades or or lack thereof or metrics in their negotiating things like contract negotiations. They they come up in sports talk conversations as well, how pro football focus graded any one player. But they have now become as much debate and conversation starters as they have data and analysis strictly because it drives engagement. Uh, we at A to Z Sports do the exact same thing. We pride ourselves on the ability to create topics of conversation that will engage your guys's interest and further drive engagement. It's why this thing is such a, a big, bad machine, because you guys make it go. Your engagement makes it go. Your conversation, your opinions make it go. 
like myself, Austin, Zach, um, uh, we are we are just here to facilitate those conversations. You guys are actually what drives the machine. Pro Football Focus recognizes that, and so they put together these graphics, like you know, r- rank these quarterbacks um, one through four, where it's Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, um, Kirk Cousins, and uh, who's a who's another mid tier quarterback that I can throw in there, for example. Um, say Matt Ryan or whatever. And and Ryan Tannehill clearly superior over all of those. Pro Football Focus knows that. Anybody who's watched any of those four four quarterbacks knows that, and yet it's just something to, to get a rise out of NFL fans and to create conversation. So my question is, have, have they become a useful resource? Because I feel like I get less usefulness out of Pro Football Focus in doing the analysis anymore than I do seeing graphics like that that just frankly piss me off. Uh, but maybe you feel diff- different about it. Uh, Humble Buck says, P. Knuckles, say it ain't so. I mean, listen, I uh, I can be, I try not to be a, a total douchebag, <laughs> right? I've, I've got an ego. You guys know that I don't necessarily err on the side of, of humility. But yeah, you know, I recognize, I recognize my, what my role is, um, certainly, in in the larger scope of things. And and I, I think I'm good at my job. I think that the you guys make this show good. And I'm grateful to be able to be a part of this show for for you guys. But also, I recognize that I, I get to you know I get to turn this thing on and hit go to a much larger machine that Austin and Zach have built. And and I think I have helped build that. But I don't. I'm not like where we were. And and P Knuckles is coming off the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Um, I, I recognize that I'm not the sole thing that makes this thing go, which is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and you know everybody else with the Green Bay Packers. Alex M says, "Isn't Buck a Lions fan?" No, I am. Uh, I am not an NFL. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm a football fan, but I don't have a team. Um, I just don't. I cover your. I cover the Titans for you guys. That's my job, and I enjoy it. It's a great job. Loved. Love to cover the NFL. Uh, I love. Uh, I love football. Football's a lot of fun. Um, be working in football, a hell of a lot of fun. But uh, fandom, no. It's uh, you know, I. I. I'm an Indiana Hoosiers fan but not in football and basketball because that's where I went to school. Um, who, uh, who has, who, who, who is still getting usefulness, I guess, out of pro football focus. Donald Bell says, I got other resources to be fair. It is list season. And that that's right. Listen, June and July, there's going to be a lot, a lot of this shit floating around. Um, it's a problem. Arthur Smith, uh, Aaron Goff brings up, not mentioned as part of that conversation, which is ridiculous because you know who outscored the Kansas city chiefs last year? The Tennessee Titans, and it's and you know Arthur Smith got a head coaching job out of it. Ryan Tannehill uh, and AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, Jonu Smith, the offensive line, all a big part of that. But Arthur Smith absolutely deserves a place in that conversation. Um, and those are all good offensive coaches. Matt Lafleur is a good coach. Ryan Dayball is a good coach. But Andy Reid at three is completely and totally asinine. He's the most inventive mind in offensive football right now. Get the hell out of there with John Gruden on that list. Uh, Lewis, <laughs> Lewis said, what in the F has Joe Brady done in the NFL? Um, you know, he's tried to salvage Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, which may not necessarily be the easiest job in the world, but he's got, I mean, people, people respect him a lot. Uh, and, and that's really the only thing that I know about Joe Brady, but yeah. So Dom says, Art Smith should be up there. It creates conversation. Gruden is overrated. Says Kevin Leonard, G man on base. Agrees. It's just it's just about driving the conversation. List season is very much that. 
Um, it all comes down to the mindset. It's a mindset thing, says Alex M. Well, not necessarily because if the if the numbers are there, then we're talking about something different. Numbers I can quantify. Numbers I can put in an article. Numbers I can cite to help me to help inform what it is that I think I'm seeing or not seeing on a field of play. I I I don't know how to grade an offensive guard whether or not. I mean, I know whether a guard had a good game or not. But you know, we we used to think that Ben Jones was not a good center or was his powers were uh, were leaving him. And it turns out the two guys on either side of him were making Ben Jones look a lot worse. John Robinson recognized that, gave Ben Jones an extension. Now Ben Jones has been one of the best uh, and most consistent centers in the NFL. So uh, it, it, there is some usefulness to it when you're trying to analyze positions that I'm not a trained offensive line expert. I, I think I understand what I'm watching, and I think I can tell when people give up sacks that are their fault, but there are a lot of nuances that go into this. And so I, I used to, really rely on pro football focus to be able to help me understand what exactly it, it, it is that I'm seeing. And sometimes those numbers do factor in, um, but less and less so these days in a way that's disappointing to me because I think that, I think that they had the ability and they, they have for a long time, the ability to make football fans and football conversations and football media a lot smarter. It's a whole business model, but then they get, you know, like everybody, they get caught up in social media and then they, they're looking for different ways to drive engagement, and they create lists, like we all create lists, because lists uh, uh, provoke opinions, they provoke emotion. If you don't see Arthur Smith on there, you're going to want to yell at Pro Football Focus about it. And you know what? That quote tweet that you get of them when you're telling them how stupid their list is, that's engagement too, for somebody else to pick up on it and further engage with the content. Uh, so I, it's disappointing to me uh, because I don't find them as good of a resource as I used to, um, but certainly... They, you know, pro football focus has its uses, but I think those are becoming less and less apparent to me at this stage in the process. Do you believe pro football focus to still be a useful resource? My answer at this point would be discernibly a no. Uh, that's going to do it for this prime time for this edition of primetime. One more primetime show left to do. I can't wait to uh, finish out this week with you guys. We're going to uh, continue great conversations about, I'll be at Titans practice tomorrow, which will be exciting. And I'll be able to provide you Julio won't be out there. So that, that I will not be able to give you new information on outside of, we'll talk to Mike Vrabel and some of the players about it for the first time, but, um, I'll be there. I will provide you insights and analysis from what I consume at the final OTA of the off season before mandatory minicamp. And then everybody goes on vacation for a couple of, for a couple of months. So that will be a lot of fun tomorrow on the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. We'll have the great one, the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith. He will join us, and we will get into what it means to him to now have a star player like Julio Jones on the roster. Um, I know he's certainly excited about it. So we'll look forward to talking to Mike Keith and my buddy Trevor Sykema of the Draft Network, who uh, who is going to get into the best uses of some of these rookies now that we have new parts to play with here in Tennessee. It'll be a great time. If you miss it live, you can check it out on the podcast, the Buck Rising Show, in your favorite podcast app. Uh, Dadson Worldwide says, Buck, you've been waking up uh, waking up to a lot of things lately. Yeah, um, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, that's that's just a product of, of having done this a while. You know, I'm heading into, I'm heading into year five of covering an NFL team. You know how old that makes me feel? I've been out of co I've been in Nashville, Tennessee for six years in August. Six years I've been out of college. I hate that. I hate that. That how old that makes me sound. But 
five five years covering the NFL, I'm starting to learn some stuff, guys. It's good, you know, it's good progress. Only it only took five years for me to exhibit some kind of growth, but that's okay because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. The content continues to roll out. A really good article, I think that will well. I think it's a good article because I wrote it, but I think it will be uh, good, useful information for you guys at a to z sportsnashville.com right now, having to do with the Titans' inability, even with the Ryan Tannehill restructure, to add future vets at this stage of things. So you can check that article out. You can go check out the radio show, the uh, 615 Sessions podcast with the guys at Football and Other Efforts was stellar. It's available in your podcast feed. Now I'm waking up to a lot of things. I'm learning a lot of things and I'm going to continue to learn because you guys are going to teach me. You guys teach me something each and every day and I enjoy doing it and I love doing it and I bring great effort and great energy to it because you know damn sure that I'm not tired yet. No! No!